Super Talk Mississippi media production. Come see the Boutique on Central in downtown Laurel for the best deals in women's fine clothing. Let us complete your one-of-a-kind look at the Boutique on Central at 531 Central Avenue in downtown Laurel. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You're tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We've got Rhino in studio today. Now, don't forget, you can listen to good things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from the Super Talk Mississippi app. And, of course, you can always find us, too, on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. And you can watch good things. We are on your computer or your mobile device. Just head on over to supertalktv.com. Today, we're catching up with one of our favorites, Miss Emily Haven. She's with Grammy Museum, Mississippi, and they are always up to some good things there in Cleveland. So, hey, Emily. Hey, Rebecca. How are you today? I am not complaining, not one bit. You know, it's the summer in Mississippi. You might as well just keep your thoughts to yourself <laughs> about the heat and the right. and the rain. But there's a lot of good things going on with you guys. So what's going on at the museum? Oh, we've got such a busy June. We're just so excited to be um, to be visiting with you today to tell you all about it. Um you know, first of all, we're, we continue our um, Fitbeat free exercise classes. Um, our last one for the spring uh, and summer is uh, is this this Saturday, the twenty fourth at nine o'clock, and it is entitled "Summer Sweat and Stretch." So, how so does that work, Emily? Because I saw the picture on your Facebook page, which y'all keep updated wonderfully, by the way. And I saw that they were doing yoga there. So, tell me about how this works. Is it? Do you buy a ticket to come into the museum? Is it something completely separate? What What should people be thinking about? Uh, well, we partnered with um, the Oliver Medical Center Foundation and Balance Fitness Studio um, to be able to bring free exercise classes to the museum on these Saturdays. And so um, most of the time, you know, they're on the front porch. Sometimes we do use the lobby um, completely free for the community. All ages um, come to um, to enjoy exercise, to great music, and, um, and get healthy. And it just gives us an opportunity as a community to provide provide um, a place to do that together and um, and free of charge um, and gives people an opportunity to, to exercise, encourage them to be healthy and to learn great um, great uh, skills like yoga and Pilates and uh, of course this one is summer sweat. Um, so and stretch and so there'll be a lot of stretching and so educational um, it's healthy and it's free and it's appropriately and, named I love yes. that <laughs> yes um, we also um, we also have our free century day um, it, we also have one coming up on June 17th so um, coming up quickly and so um, century friendly um, you know it's just definitely inclusive and give kids 
um, and families opportunities to have um, maybe children that have a sensory processing um, disorder to come um, to the museum and experience the museum in a sensory-friendly atmosphere. We've got common areas, um, and we turn the museum into sensory-friendly mode, which is, um, you know, the colors or it's um, just a kind of a blue calming color and calming rooms, and the music is down. Um, we've got great communication cards for um, for children to be able to use to communicate and, and resources for families to be able to um, to see which areas they may want to avoid. Um, and so just this uh, family is a really a great place to come and enjoy the museum um, and, and make sure that their children um, can enjoy it too. So and we Emma, have that coming up. Yeah, and y'all have um, been doing that for a while, right? I mean, and families are taking advantage of this? Yes, we um, we kicked this program off last um, May after a year of working with um, the Bolivar County um, Medical Center and the um, their re- re- I guess their rehab department, but a lot of their physical therapists, occupational therapists. Um, we worked really close with them to make sure that it would be a great program, and, and it has been. We have um, children and families every every week. Um, come and enjoy um, programs at the museum. Um, so summer camp is right around the corner. Um, it starts on June 26th for a full week and just cannot wait to give kids um, from all over um, that will be attending the opportunity to um, to play instruments, to write songs, to have um you know, a live performance in front of their friends, family, the community. Um, we're really looking forward to this. It's an incredible camp. We've got a few spaces, um, a few spots left for kids um, from ages 9 to 14. And so if anybody's interested in that, we would love for them to check out our website and register. Um, I think we the last count we had a couple more spots left. So that's going to be a fun week um, and really introducing kids to a fast track of music. Uh, they'll be able to get a little bit of everything and then um, – put it all together in a live performance at the end of the week. Well, that sounds like so much fun. I want to be, I don't want to be 14 again, Emily, but I, <laughs> I wouldn't mind. I wish we had camps like that, you know, whenever or accessible. So folks should definitely take advantage of them. This is unique opportunity for your 9 to 14 year old. A lot of those camps, a lot of camps that are similar are, are really expensive. So we're able, um, because of members and donors and grants, we're able to do that camp for just $25. It includes oh, wow. all lunches and snacks and drinks um, and a, just a really high-quality um, music education opportunity for uh, for kids. That's a steal. Yeah, and then on the twenty sixth, we cannot wait to welcome um, Vasta Jackson to our Words in Music series um, on Monday, the twenty sixth at seven o'clock. Um, of course, Vasta is just a wonderful Mississippian from um, Macomb, and um, he covers genres from soul, jazz, to funk, to gospel, to pop, you name it, he can do it. And Grammy-nominated, he's such a great music ambassador for our state. Just recently, I saw some great videos from him at Chicago Blues Fest, rocking the stage there, and we cannot wait to have him here um, on the 26th to rock our stage uh, in the Sanders Sound Stage. So looking forward to having him. Um, We still have some tickets available, and um, music members get a discount at 15, and non-members um, are twenty dollars and can be purchased right on the website or, or give us a call. Uh, a lot of a lot of great things going on in June. Um, and yeah. then I have to tell you, the end of June, also on the twenty sixth, um, we're going. You're going to want to call me back. Um, we're going <laughs> to announce our new um, exhibition uh, on the twenty sixth of June. It will open um, to the public on August eleventh. I can tell you that. Um, 
And this is our last weekend of our MTV exhibit. I saw so. that. That's kind yeah. of bittersweet, right? Like, are y'all sort of, you know, I know you're, I know you're always excited to see the shift and change and excitement, but this one, like, is kind of, you know, very Mississippi. It's very nostalgic, yeah. I'm sure, with the age of, you know, all of your staff and, well, I guess me, not, I'm it. It's nostalgia for me, so. Um, it is. Yeah. It's going to be hard to say goodbye to it this weekend. Um, so we'll start um, deinstalling it after Father's Day on Sunday. So if there's any rock and roll and MTV fathers out there, we hope you'll think about spending your Father's Day here at the museum. But we will close it after um, after Sunday and um, start really working and, uh, of course, taking it down and installing our new exhibit, which we'll announce in just a couple weeks. Um, we're excited about it, but, of course, it's bittersweet. It's our first one that we have curated, um, a full, uh, you know, very large exhibition like that. So we're um, we're going to miss it for sure, but we cannot wait for the exciting news to announce what's coming next. Where do all the pieces go? Will it? Will that exhibit go on and live in other or the other Grammy Museum, or where do the unique pieces it, get this housed? This one is going home. This one, um, you know, will have an opportunity um, to. You know, a lot of the artifacts are owned loan by artists, and so uh, we'll work with those um, artist management companies to get the artifacts back to them. Some of those are our artifacts. Um, and so, but a lot of those were on loan uh, by different um, artists. And so we'll get all those shipped back and delivered back. And as we're bringing in brand new artifacts for our new exhibit. So much work going on behind the scenes. So when you do go and visit your museums, including the Grammy Museum in Mississippi, just know that there's an, an incredible amount of work that goes behind to attention to detail. And so if folks want to make their trip to Cleveland this summer, maybe they won't hit it up this weekend, Emily, but, you know, they're going to be speckled through while school's out. What are y'all's hours of operation or where can we find if you've got more special events um, coming up? So we are open um, Tuesday through Saturday from 10 uh, in the morning to 5 o'clock every day. And Sundays, we're open from 12 to 3. Um, certainly, um, you know, check us out on our social media on Facebook and on Twitter and Instagram. Um, we're on LinkedIn as well. And then our website, uh, GrammyMuseumMS.org. Um, and you can find all the up-to-date information um, on the website as well. And every Mississippian should make a point to make a pilgrimage to Cleveland to see the Grammy Museum of Mississippi. Absolutely yeah. welcome that. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. And then get an ornament to, you know, get something from the gift shop to commemorate your, your experience. I got a magnet and I've got, I think I have an ornament as well. So I think about it every time, you know, I go to the refrigerator. But I also think about it every time you join us here on Good Things. And it looks like we'll be talking to you in a couple of weeks, which is exciting. We sure will, Rebecca. I cannot wait. All righty. Well, I appreciate your time as always, Emily. So thank you so thank much. You. Yo, guys, don't forget, we got all these great places and uh, museums that offer fun um, entertainment and opportunities for your family to get out, visit Mississippi, visit a new city. It doesn't have to be out of state for it to be fun or a great vacation. So don't forget the Delta. And don't forget us. We've got more for you coming up next.
3. Making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Something big's happening downtown. Good things are going on. good things happening on main streets and downtowns across the magnolia state so today we're going to highlight what's happening downtown this weekend remember it is brought to you by the mississippi main street association so don't forget you can always go to msmainstreet.com slash calendar to get more information on upcoming events in your area but we're looking to columbus and we got barbara with us today to talk about sounds of summer in columbus which is a wonderful community event so welcome barbara Well, thank you very much. Glad to be with you today. I'm glad to have you. I'm glad that there's going to be some sounds of summer other than us sweating and panting. So there has to be other good things to be doing as the temperatures climb tremendously. So what's happening? Is it this weekend or is it coming up tomorrow? It's tomorrow evening. We have sounds of summer on Thursday evenings here in Columbus. The Main Street Columbus has partnered with the Columbus Lounge Chamber of Commerce for 15 years now to bring this event to our community, and uh, it's a free event. We held it. We held, hold it at our soccer complex, which is a wonderful venue for kids. Because while you're listening to music, people are dancing, having a good time. The kids are playing soccer and enjoying beach balls and various things in the background. So it's a really good family-friendly event, and enjoyed by all. Barbara, it's you know rare that you have events such as this that are multiple. Uh, occasions throughout the year to last for 15 years, right? Like that means know, that the community loves it. You know what? It. It's just as popular as ever. People talk about it all year long. They they ask us about it throughout the year, making sure that we're going to have it again. So uh, it's a very popular event. Of course, it's free, as I said, and um, people always enjoy that. So, what kind of music will be played this coming up Thursday? This Thursday, the music will be provided by a group called Artistic Fabulous Dance Music from 6.30 to 8.30 at the Lounge Soccer Complex, as I said. Uh, it is free, open to the public. We do have cold beverages and food available for purchase. We say bring your lawn chairs and your blankets because there's no seating. We sit around on the ground. It's very uh, casual and just a lot of fun. But no pets. I see that on the on the well, side. Well, we ask no pets. Yes, no pets uh, and no coolers. It is a fundraiser for uh, Main Street and for the Chamber of Commerce. Not a huge one I'll throw in there. It's more for fun than anything else, but um, it's a slight fundraiser. So, Well, you talk about the Main Street, and that's who's helped putting on Sounds of Summer there in Columbus. And there's Main Streets all across Mississippi that are up to really great things this summer and then all year long. So when you have fundraisers like this, Barbara, remind us how important it is to support it because you guys, like I mentioned, you know, are busy bees all year long making our communities a fun place to be. Absolutely. Well, you know, the, the goal of main streets throughout the uh, the state uh, and the nation, actually, is to keep our downtown revitalized and looking beautiful. We work on rehabilitation projects, beautification projects, various things throughout the year, and these fundraisers help to fund those activities. 
We also do things like open houses to draw people downtown, which help our downtown merchants and restaurants. And, of course, we're all still trying to get past that uh, pandemic that we had just a short while ago, and I think our our community as well as others have done very well uh, to get past that point. But it's so important to import, uh, to support Main Streets and small business. Well, and because then they give back to free events, you know, like Sounds of Summer or family Absolutely. events for you to be able well, to come We do out. a festival in our community that's free called Market Street Festival, quite a large festival. We just had that in May. And we do other events throughout the year that are free, open to the public. And these uh, these things, fundraisers just help to fund that. So what's coming up this year after the summer heat sort of winds down, which that's going to be a while for us here in Mississippi. But I know you guys there at the Main Street or Columbus Main Street are already working behind the scenes on something that's probably in a different season. We currently have our farmer's market, which which happens Mondays, Thursdays, and Saturdays in downtown Columbus. In July, we have an event. This will be the second year. It's called Let's Flamingle downtown it is tons of fun we hide little baby rubber flamingos throughout the downtown and people search for those and they turn them in and uh, win door prizes and various things and on that evening we again will have a concert from 8 to 10 outdoors at our leadership plaza right in the middle of downtown columbus and then july 15th we participate in lemonade day which is a great activity nationwide lemonade day which allows small kids to set up lemonade stands and the purpose is to teach them uh how to be a young entrepreneur teach them some good business practices and things of that nature and that is always a lot of fun so y'all have a busy have summer walk that comes up downtown in september we have Move on into the holiday season with all of our open houses and small business Saturdays and tree lightings. We have a huge Wassail Fest each December, Christmas parade. So it never stops. It never stops. Miss Barbara, how long have you been with Columbus Main Street? Over 10 years. <laughs> so you've done these events sort of in and out. You've been with Sounds of Summer for, what, three, two-thirds of the Actually, of the I've time? been, yes, but I actually volunteered for the first five years. So I've been hanging there with them. We've been here quite a while. So we volunteered quite a bit with Main Street. I actually served on the Main Street board before I became the director. So if you have you seen every act of Sounds of Summer? Yes. <laughs> I feel like you need a trophy. I think you need a flamingo for for that, Miss Barbara. That's quite a. But that goes to show that that thriving main streets are because of its uh, locals who pour into it. I know you're not the only volunteer. You're certainly not the only one at Main Street that makes all of these events sort of happen. And it's up to us, you know, to come out and sort of support them so they can keep uh, thriving. I want to go back to the flamingo thing, though, Miss Barbara. That's super cool. How many flamingos will you guys be hiding in Columbus? My goodness, last year we. Uh, uh, we hit over 200. That's so neat. Where do you get and your it was flamingos? More fun. We encu- you know, it's in, it's in July, so it's not what you would call cool. So we encourage people to wear flip-flops, shorts, Hawaiian shirts, dress very casual. We have a real fun gal in town that dresses up in a flamingo costume. And we decorate our Columbus Arts Council so that people can take pictures there with her name is Fiona with Fiona the Flamingo, 
or they can take pictures with their friends that they happen to be with. So we're just, like I say, this is our second year. We're looking to expand it this year and just make it more and more fun in the future. Well, I love that. I love what y'all got going on there in Columbus, Barbara. If we want to keep updated or maybe we're traveling through this summer from somewhere else in the state and we want to see what, you know, where to eat or where to stay or what there may be going on, where do we go to do that? You can go to our website, ColumbusMainStreet.com. You can stop in if you're in town at our Tennessee Williams Welcome Center. They always have uh, up-to-date information on what's going on. Give our office a call at any point. We'll help you out, 662-328-6305. We'll be glad to provide what information we can. And just we ask everybody to come on and join us for some fun. It's going to be a lot of fun, and that is tomorrow night. You mentioned from 630 to 830 in Columbus. Come out, enjoy some music, have a good time, support the Main Street. Absolutely, and I'll tell you, the last sounds of summer for this year will be two weeks later on June the 29th. All right. So mark your calendars. Well, Miss Barbara, I appreciate you. I bet we'll talk again before the year's over. Sounds great. I hope so. Thank you so much for calling. Yes, ma'am. You have a good one. And don't forget, too, you can go to msmainstreet.com slash calendar to get more information on upcoming events in your area. You've also got the block party in downtown Pascagoula happening again this Friday, um, which is the third Friday of every month. Man, this comes around so quick. I feel like our summers are just, you know... Um, flying by really but main street pascagoula hosts this festival style event each month from march through october so they're going to extend a little bit past the summer months so the third friday festivals you got live music kid activities vendors specials from downtown businesses so you can start enjoying that event at 5 p.m um, there in pascagoula coming up friday and then you do also have sunset on the square it's coming from a fun night and a free concert on hernando's courthouse lawn it's also going on this weekend from 7 to 9 p.m. And if you're into cars, classic cars, you've got Classic Cruise in Boonville. they got a car show. They also have live music in historic downtown Boonville. All that information and more can be found at msmainstreet.com slash calendar. And then there's no excuse not to have anything to do on the weekend. I'm always impressed of all the acts all of the entertainment, all of the festivals that are going on in all, let's say, majority of 82 counties or one or more any given weekend. And, yeah, you got to get out and you got to support it. Be like Miss Barbara, who's gone to something for all of them. That's 15 years in a row she's gotten out and supported not only just the event, but then also you've got the local artists or the artists who come to those events as well. And if you think about it, Rhino, if you've been to all 15 years – then you would have your, like, and you started as a baby, you now have your driver's permit to come to that event. That's crazy to think you could go from diapers to driver's license all in one event in one community. Maybe I'm just thinking about that because I have kids and time's going by fast. I don't know, but stick with us. We got more for you coming up next. And stories that make you smile. This is Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. 
the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. Welcome back to Good Things. Don't forget you can watch us on your own computer, your mobile device. You can also watch it on Roku, Amazon Fire TV devices, even YouTube. You can also catch Good Things live on Ceasefire TV. If you've got that, we are on Channel 70 right next to the Weather Channel. And if you're in Central Mississippi, you want to stay weather aware today. You can also catch Good Things in podcast form wherever you listen to podcasts. And coming up this Friday, you got Sports Talk Mississippi, which is coming up next. They will be at the M-Trade Park in Oxford for the 2023 Mississippi Bombers Summer Southeast Invite. It's one of the biggest, most prestigious softball tournaments in the country, and it's happening right here in Mississippi at M-Trade Park. 120 teams from 15 states are coming to compete, and last year over 85 college uh, softball coaches were in attendance to scout some of the best players in the world or in the country. That's us in the world, right here, Mississippi. We are the world. We are the world. We are the world. Okay, no. So join the boys from Sports uh, Talk Mississippi coming up this Friday at M Trade Park in Oxford. And if you've never watched a softball tournament or a game in depth, then shame on you because those girls can really get as competitive and nitty-gritty and are as talented as some of the boy games that you enjoy watching as well. Always appreciate the fun viral videos where the baseball team comes to the softball field at a high school and they try to pitch off of the softball player. I get it. It's completely different in terms of like the ball coming. Yes and no. I yeah. mean, you would think it the, the skills would translate. I mean, you watch the bat hit the ball, but the muscle memory of baseball involves a lot of lateral movement where the ball's moving side to side or sinking where the ball's going from top down. Mm-hmm. In softball, they have the rising pitch and there is zero muscle memory for the baseball players on how to handle that. So the ball's coming in, all of a sudden, whoop, it's up on you. You you can't hit it. Yeah, and it's fun to watch and the boys are like, "What?" And then also to the other side is having uh baseball pitchers try to pitch like a softball player, right? And you know, some of those girls, I don't know the stats, but they get them pretty high up there and fastest, you know, well, two totally different mechanics and sort of approaches, but it's still just, you know, sometimes softball doesn't always get its uh its due that it's deserved in terms of the athleticism and dedication that those girls um have to to make a game competitive. But anywho, if you'd like to keep up with us, we do that over on the Good Things Facebook group. You may have seen that I shared uh, Mr. Clyde McGee's post. If you know him, then you know he's one of the top watermelon producers for Smith County Watermelon, or he's a Smith County Watermelon, I guess, producer, and he's also a big advocate. And he shared or weighed one of his largest watermelons this afternoon. It weighed 26 pounds, and it will probably end up weighing 35 pounds in about a week and should be ripe then. He's also sharing that you are starting to get shipments of your Smith County watermelons into your local places and farmers markets and all the places, all the things. And I, again, I walked into my local grocery the other day and I went to buy a watermelon and it said Texas. And I said, uh-uh, I can't do that. I can't spend my money on a Texas watermelon. Have you lost your mind? On top of being weather aware, you should be watermelon aware. <laughs> 
absolutely. It doesn't take much. Just look for, you know, the origin. However, usually if it's a Smith County watermelon, you don't have to look for it. They are pride. There's pride in selling it and they are proud about it and they let you know that it's there. And that's the one that you should definitely um, be choosing and to know that they're getting ripe and ready. It's just it's just it's just gearing up, guys. It's going to be a delicious, um, delicious summer with your with your Smith County watermelons. I also feel like it's become one of those traditions. You probably get multiples throughout the summer, but you at least get one. And now, thanks to social media, so many people are like, got my first Smith County watermelon for the year. And it's like a yay. You know, you got it's it's one of those things. You know how I like that, that you can only get certain times a year, which you can get watermelon I guess throughout the year, thanks to all kinds of... Uh, Global trade. Yeah. But you can only get fresh Clyde McGee Smith County watermelons in the summertime. And you're going to pay, dependent on their ability to produce weather, what the weather was like. And just remember that if it does cost a few more dollars than, say, Texas watermelons. I don't know what they were. <laughs> I, don't know I don't know if they're... Similar in price, but if it's a dollar more to go for Mississippi watermelons, support your local local farmer in that. Not as big as a watermelon, but I guess you could call it a miniature one. It is National Cucumber Day. Why does cucumbers have a national day? Sure, it's a miniature watermelon. I have no idea. It look could be like it's struck down, right? Like you cut it open, there's seeds. No, they're, no, they're nothing alike. They're just sort of shaped in the same way. I mean, way. if you got a syringe and put some red food coloring in the <laughs> middle of it, it, it might pass. No, I get it. They look nothing alike, but they are kind of at some point they're green now. and they come out of the ground yes on a vine absolutely i don't know you slice them but no that's where that's sort of where it is but they are both what cucumber and watermelons both are it's an f word fruit yes because there's seeds on the inside that you can turn around and then and then plant so there you go in fact they are actually a fruit in the watermelon family Ta-da! Ah, look if I would read. Read on down. See, I already, I just knew what I was talking about. Don't get me how to say it. It's, yes, some long, starts with a C, fruit family sort of word. But anywho, they're in the same family as a watermelon. I wouldn't have, Thank you. I'm glad you could do it. I didn't recognize that there were a hundred different types of cucumbers around the world. That seems a little over, you know, n- unnecessary. <laughs> how many how many varieties of cucumbers does one actually need in their life? Well, you got the big ones and the little ones and the lumpy ones and the, I don't know, they don't have spiky ones. I do prefer, like for salads, I like the long ones with ridges that stay a little firmer. So if you're going to make like a bean salad or something like that with them, like a summer salad, they hold their integrity a little bit longer. But cucumbers is not like a glamorous vegetable. I don't feel like... Many of us get like excited about them, like the way we do about other vegetables, but yet they are part of just summer culture, particularly in the South. Oh, yeah. And you probably have a plant or two, and then you try to give them away. If you're not making pickles, most folks grow cucumbers to turn around and make some form of pickles with. Not a whole lot are just eating them as a cucumber. Some are. I mean, but not a terribly bunch of people yeah how do you like your cucumbers if you eat cucumbers how i do prefer you like them? them pickled <laughs> so you haven't figured out a way 
I mean, there is a Japanese cucumber salad that I've I've made a couple times that's delicious. It's just it doesn't quite work as well unless you go to the Asian grocer and get the Japanese cucumber because part of it is you're not supposed to slice the cucumber. You're supposed to use your hands and break it into bite-sized chunks and you can't really do that with a non-Japanese cucumber. They don't break the same way. What's funny you mentioned that because they were cultivated nearly 3,000 years ago in Asia. That's where that's where they came from. And I'm not sure who to give this credit to on the text line, but they win it. The best part of a cucumber tastes like the worst part of a watermelon. And I guess that is kind of how they intersect in terms of, <laughs> of being the same thing. I love them. I don't just sit and sort of eat them. I like them with like a dip or in a salad or part of something else. There's, it's kind of gets hard after that to figure out what to do with them. They are good in water, like set with like cucumbers, mint, and either a lemon or a lime. And you let the water like fill up a pitcher, put it in there and let the water set. It does give it a very refreshing taste. If you're someone who doesn't like plain water and you have a bunch of cucumbers from your garden, that on, is a way to use those. On the occasion where I go to Subway to get a sandwich i do prefer they put cucumbers on my sandwich because i do like the little bit of crunch it gives it but Mm -hmm. i don't think i've ever bought a cucumber and sliced it up for the sole purpose of putting it on a sandwich unless it's a pickle cucumbers can be good but they what is it um i'm trying to think what is the the old no okay sorry not old ladies church ladies church ladies sandwiches they're at bridal showers in the summer. They're at baby showers in the summer. And they have, are they, is it just cucumber mayo? Yeah, it's just a little cucumber mayo finger food sandwich. But there's like a, there's dill or something. There's something. Yeah, cucumber dill. In there that gives it a little bit of a, well, it's not just mayonnaise and cucumber. A little bit of zing. A little bit of zing. But the way that they're able to take the edges off the bread and cut them into perfect triangles makes it taste completely different than if you just were at home and made a cucumber sandwich i just feel like it's very event specific where you would be gravitated towards those yeah you don't really think of those with like a football game tailgate no if you bring (laughs) cucumber sandwiches to a tailgate more than likely you're going to be taking your dish back home without anyone asking for the recipe that's not entirely true you may hit the right crowd and it'd be something different and refreshing and the kind of crowd that has a wine fountain at the tailgate probably yeah if there's a keg there they may not be into your cucumber sandwiches just saying but you can always give it a try stick with us we got more for you coming up next Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back. 
back to Good Things. Don't forget we are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from the Supertalk Mississippi app. Of course, you can always find us, too, on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station. Over on the Ceasefire text line, Jeff in Oxford is chiming in on National Cucumber Day, because why not? Cucumbers deserve a national day. He said, I love cucumber and cream cheese on wheat bread. I think that's it. It's not mayonnaise. It's cream cheese that the church ladies use. With dill. With, with dill. With a little bit of dill that make it. And they get it really thinly sliced because you can't overdo the slices of the cucumber and then it becomes awkward. You can't, well, you can't really underdo it. That's where one of those, um, I guess, uh, contraptions that you probably put in a yard sale and now wish you hadn't for that one specific time. I don't know the, why I want to call it a banjo slicer, but that mandolin, sounds right. Mandolin but slicer. A mandolin, the one where it will, will it legit has like appendage warnings on the label, like you will take a finger off if you do not use, use the, the holder. <laughs> if you do not use this thing appropriately, um, but it would give the perfect slices. But church ladies don't need that. They're able to... And they're all in the right, uh, even sort of um, thinness, which from which takes incredible amount of skill. Jeff also reminds us that Water Valley has a watermelon carnival every year on the first weekend in August. I know we'll learn more about that as the as the time comes, but don't forget to put that on your on your calendar. With there being a hundred varieties of cucumbers, Rhino, did you know that there is a rare heirloom cucumber that is albino? I did not. So it is a white. Cucumber, and it's only grown by seed savers. So if you ever got one, you'd obviously save the seeds and then sort of start it over. Feels like the kind of thing you'd have to go to one of those frou frou restaurants where you they put the plate in front of you and take the little a cloach, whatever that thing's called, off the top of it, and there's two inches by two inches of food on a nine inch plate. I, I imagine one of the garnishes would be that albino cucumber. I'm so uneducated in that area would I would so underappreciate it I would probably think that it was a radish that's been shaved but not shaved what do you call it skinned yeah and then or it would be a I'm trying to think what else would I would think it would be I, I would not go oh, that's an albino cucumber and I feel like it's one of those things where you should be appreciative because it's probably gonna cost more for you to eat it and then you shouldn't be in that setting if the waiter or waitress has to explain to you <laughs> what that is. Don't gatekeep the frou-frou restaurants. <laughs> I mean, you can go and enjoy it, but how I would hate to have finished my salad, and then she'd be like, how did you like your cucumber? And I'd be like, what? I didn't even appreciate it for what? I didn't take a picture. I just, you know, I don't know. I ate it, and there it went. At least, though, I do feel like it's a plant. It's not, I guess, a cucumber's plant, but I don't think you walk out and find like an albino cucumber on a normal. Probably not usually. Usually. Which would make you think, what was in my miracle grow? Like, what else have they put into the. If you walked out and just saw a completely off colored. Which, if you grow vegetables at home, you recognize that they all come out different than what you probably oh, yeah. find in the grocery store. But I mean, how many, what percentage of carrots don't make it to the grocery store they oh, get they sent look, to make baby carrots out of? Because they look... Because they don't look like the cartoon carrot that Bugs Bunny was eating? Mm-hmm. But still, it would be different if you walked out and saw a completely off-colored one. I think of anything would be... I'm trying to think what other vegetable would just be albino, would just be white. Not on the inside, like on the outside. I'm, I'm sure onions. they all could be. 
Well, no, but even onions have the yellowy or even whatever sort of outward. Anyway, a rabbit hole that my mind sort of went down. It's like now I want to see one. Now I want it to put on my bucket list to to figure that out uh, at some point in my lifetime. You never know. You never know. Mark and Terry was offended that we would even suggest putting mayo with a cucumber. Why would you ruin a cucumber with mayo? <laughs> I don't know. It's just what came to mind. That's like putting the, what it is it, the mayonnaise, the pineapple slice, and the cheese slice together to make the sandwich. If you know, you know. It's another church lady special. And that seems very uh, sacrilegious, but it works. We're going to start a fight on the ceasefire text line because from the 662, somebody chimed in with... Peel a cucumber, split it down the middle, hollow it out a little bit, and fill it with ham and cheese and a little mayo, and you have a ham and cheese sandwich with a cucumber bun. I'm not saying I wouldn't try it. That's a lot of effort into your cucumber, though. It does sound great. White bread, cream cheese, cucumber, sliced white onion, and garlic salt. Explosion of goodness on your plate. And you do have an answer from Loretta in West Point. Icicle radishes are all white. Thank you, Loretta. See, look at all these master gardeners we got out there. And I would think that I was eating a radish over an Albano cucumber on seven out of ten days of the week. (laughs) All right, stick with us. We got more for you coming up next. You got the boys with Sports Talk Mississippi from 3 to 6. Rhino and I will meet you back here tomorrow at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. Things Talk Mississippi Media Production.